It is, it's me, it's TRG, the Ramblin' Gambler. Casino gambling is my side hustle, and this is my Casino Combat Podcast. I am truly glad that you are taking time to listen. Let me do the most important part first, and then we will get started. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary persons, Martians that my analytics say are not listening, this podcast discusses casinos and gambling. Gambling is a morally questionable life choice. Do not gamble with money you cannot afford to lose. Do not gamble with money you need to pay your bills. My past performances are not indicative of anyone's future results, including my own. If you have a gambling problem, contact your local problem gambling hotline. If you do not know your local problem gambling hotline number, send an email to help at casinocombat.com. We will find that number for you, and we will make it available to you. Everything I'm going to share with you in this podcast is based in fact. Names and dates have been altered to protect the innocent and the guilty. Minor items unrelated to outcomes may be omitted in the interest of brevity and clarity. All right, all right. Episode 19. Maybe I can get those Martians to listen. <laughs> to listen. Um, all right, let me include you in the humor here, or at least what I'm finding amusing. My analytics break down who listens to this podcast First by planet, then by country, then by state, then by city. I have no idea how to market to other planets. I just, I don't. I don't understand why. Maybe they're planning for the future when we've got colonies or something. Maybe there are Martians. Maybe they're listening by way of one of the rovers, which has to be connected to the internet, I guess. Um, Sorry. Anyway, in this episode, I have a great question that I've received multiple times. And I figure that if several of you are interested enough to ask, There's probably other people that are interested and aren't asking, and I would just cover that today. In Core Concepts, I want to talk about a trend that I'm seeing at casinos where you're expected to earn a promotional gift the day they're being given out, instead of it being based on what you've done previously. I have a somewhat philosophical casino wisdom to share with you today, and I have results for the week to report in the travel segment. We're going to finish up with one of my favorite Atlantic City stories in the VIP lounge. I'll get to all that in just a minute, but let me remind you that we have content that is exclusive to YouTube, Casino Combat Boot Camp. If you're just finding the podcast or need a refresher on any of the core concepts, I'm doing short segments on YouTube teaching each of those core concepts in detail, without the stories or the dad jokes. Also, the number of people listening continues to grow, which is great. That's why I'm doing this, obviously. But I don't have a marketing budget or a promotions department or I do, and it's all of you, if you know other people who enjoy casinos, or you're in a casino, and what I've talked about would be helpful to someone you are playing with, please tell them about the podcast. If you are active on social media, please find us and like, share, subscribe, comment. There you go, Billy, T-Rex. I included that part. I remembered this time. Seriously, folks, they work as hard on this as I do. Make their jobs easier if you can. Okay, let's get to the question for this week. What? So my question this week comes from Nathan. And Nathan says, I really enjoy the podcast. I've been playing for 25 years and I know I lack discipline. I'm hoping I can stick to your theories as I never seem to have a problem getting ahead and quitting. It's quitting when I'm down and taking a small loss is where I have the problem. My question is, when you go on a longer trip, such as say seven days, what size bankroll do you require? I mean, I know the math of 25 minimum is 750 a day, but do you bring 750 for each day? So for seven days, you would need to bring $5,250? Or do you bring, say, enough for three full days and then recycle your winnings while on the trip? Well, thanks again for listening, Nathan, and thanks for taking the time to send your question. Trust me, 
I get the challenge of taking a small loss, not a large one. If I help you with that in any way, that's mission accomplished for the podcast. That's the goal. So when we go on longer trips, I usually take two or three days bankroll and put the rest in a bank account that lets me pull a thousand a day from an ATM. Usually I don't need to pull more money out. I try to never gamble to the bottom of the buy-in. So even losing tables don't end the day. And winning tables support losing tables. And winning days support losing days. So seven days of gambling on three days money is very possible. Also, players in hotel rooms do get robbed. I've only had it happen once in 30 plus years, but being able to pull more of the bankroll out of the ATM allowed the vacation to continue after a little paperwork. Here's another trick that I find useful. If I have a big win, I start the next day with just three days money again. I put the rest in the safe in the room. In fact, sometimes I only take one day's money out of the hotel room at a time. If the day is a losing one, replenish your walking around money from the safe. I hope that helps. Thanks again for taking the time. Core Concepts are next. So our core concepts include the idea of adding to a win with free stuff or minimizing a loss with free stuff. That is an important part of my approach to using casino gambling as a side hustle. And if you've listened, you know I try to do the extreme couponing part of the side hustle just as well as I do the gambling part. There's a trend I'm seeing in casino promotions. They will have a gift that you can earn by gambling enough to receive a specific amount of tier points on that particular day. Now this can be great or terrible. It really depends. Let's look at a couple examples. I wasn't there this week, but the casino where I started this podcast did a promotion one day last week for those over 55. If you earn, I think it was 15 points, you could go to a kiosk and select either $20 in free slot play or a food voucher for $20. So assuming you're going to be in the building anyway, is this a promotion you should be interested in? As so often happens, it's a matter of basic math. I looked up how tier credits are rewarded on the casino website and found that you earned one point for every $1 gambled in a slot machine. I use slot machines to figure out promotions like this because the casino usually makes that information easily available and information on table play and points is usually unavailable. And slot play earns points faster than any other type of gambling. That doesn't mean I would use slot play to qualify for the promotion, but knowing how many dollars I need to risk at a slot machine will tell me how much I need to gamble at a table game. It'll be something more than that amount, but it puts me in the ballpark. And so now I know what's going to be required to qualify for the promotion. So one point for every dollar spun through a slot machine means that as soon as you've spun $15 through a machine, win or lose, you've qualified for the promotion. That certainly seems fair since they are returning $20 in value. I wouldn't drive there for this promotion, but if I was there anyway, I would certainly make sure I took advantage of it. Let's look at another version of this. I stopped by my local casino last week because I was two blocks away and they were splashing all over social media that they were giving away boxes of chocolate for Sweetest Day. I knew Gabriel was planning to make an appearance, so why not grab the chocolate and hang out with him a while? I'm at the third tier in this reward system, and as I've shared, they regularly hand me watches and luggage just for showing up. So imagine my surprise when the kiosk said I needed to earn the box of chocolates 
by gambling my way to 3,000 tier credits during my visit. 3,000. 3,000. Again, I did the math. This property gives three points for every dollar spun through a slot machine. So that's better than the first property we were talking about. But I would need to put $1,000 at risk to get a box of chocolate that I can buy for $10 at a store. I also know from experience that I need to really get on a roll and gamble for many hours to have come anywhere close to that level of points at a blackjack table. So no, hard pass on this promotion for me. I mean, if I had gotten on one of those long runs and reached that number of points, of course I'd stop and pick up the chocolates, but I'm not going to alter my actions in any way to try to take advantage of this promotion. Frankly, it's kind of insulting. I mean, I'm at level 3 in their 4-tier system. Pre-pandemic, I was spending several hours, several times a week, gambling at their blackjack tables. I still would be if they had more seats available when I'm there. In my opinion, box of chocolate for sweetest day should be automatic in this situation. But what do I know? I don't run casinos for a living. Um, okay, let's look at a casino wisdom. This week, I'm going to talk about Casino Wisdom number 58. Sometimes people look at a big pile of chips in front of me and a positive outcome from a hand and they say, good for you, you are really lucky. And I'll say, luck is the intersection of opportunity and preparation, which is Casino Wisdom number 58. I rarely explain this. People hear it, they hear me say it, and they nod and they agree and we move on. And other than this podcast, I rarely give advice or explain things unless I'm asked to. And honestly, since you can turn me off anytime you want, I don't consider this podcast an exception to that idea. If you didn't want my advice, if you didn't want to hear my thoughts, you wouldn't be listening. So I'm going to explain this one today. This casino wisdom is actually my way of saying luck doesn't really exist. What humans label as luck is, in my opinion, just the universe being the universe. Can a roulette ball land on black on the wheel 10 straight spins? Of course it can are you lucky if you bet on it 10 times? Are you unlucky if you bet on red those same times? No, you are simply assigning the label lucky or unlucky to the random outcomes produced by the universe. I hope someone out there is thinking, hold on TRG, casino wisdoms are supposed to have an action. Where is the action in casino wisdom number 58? Fair question. I told you this is maybe the most philosophical of the casino wisdoms. If not the most philosophical, it's in the top five. There are actually three actions here. Be prepared, wait patiently for the opportunity, and then take advantage of it. And I'll assert that knowing and using casino combat is preparation. All of it, every single bit of it in these podcasts. Well, except most of the VIP lounges. Those are just my chance to tell stories I enjoy telling. Anyway... Understanding the odds of the game you're going to play and keeping them as small as possible. Having a proper bankroll and exit strategy. Having a player's card so you can earn points that will turn into free stuff. All of that is preparation. And those exit strategies? That's how you wait patiently for the opportunity to happen. And that's how you take advantage of an opportunity when it occurs. So maybe this wisdom should be, do casino combat and you will be lucky. <laughs> but I hadn't thought of that at the time. In fact, when I thought this up the first time, 
I hadn't really created casino combat yet. It was just a bunch of concepts kind of floating around in my head. So my advice, do your preparation properly. Follow the strategy and tactics. Stick to your plan. Sometimes all of that will create a GLL, a gambled loss left. But sometimes you will sit and win for hours and hours and hours. And the other people in the area will think you're just lucky. It's time for results in the travel segment. Let's go. I want to tell you that we had a great week. Lots of interesting stuff. Lots of great results. But often, what I want and reality don't agree. And that's what this segment is each week. It's reality podcasting. I take notes during the week and then report the results in this part of the podcast. And it's not like reality television. None of my weeks are scripted for your entertainment. It's my job to make weeks that are not easily interesting, interesting to you. And I feel strongly that if I'm going to tell you my way of doing things works, I need to tell you every week how things ended up, good or bad. So let's try to make this interesting. And I'm going to do that by starting with a conversation Mrs. TRG had with a co-worker. She went to a meeting and another lady said, You look really cute today. Is that a new jacket? And Mrs. TRG said that yes, she had picked it up for the fall. And the response was, And that bag, that's a great bag. My wife explained that it was a gift from a casino. And the other lady's eyes got a little bigger and she said, Really? They just gave that to you? And of course the answer was yes. They give us lots of things. So now the other lady says, Did they give you that bracelet too? I noticed it last week when you started wearing it. It's really pretty. Yes, that was also a casino gift. So now the question is, Are you doing this a lot? And Mrs. TRG said, Well, we go a few times a month and my husband visits places a few times a week. And the conversation ended because the meeting started. Now, my reaction when I heard this information was, tell her about the podcast. Tell her they can do it too. It isn't hard or expensive. And my wife said, no, the other woman wasn't really a gambler. And honestly, the whole thing makes me just a little sad and very grateful. It's sad that this other person may think we are rich people out gambling tons and tons of money And that's why we get free handbags and bracelets. I've shared before that our bankroll for the two of us is less than one paycheck for one of us. And all the results I've shared with you for almost two months now came from that bankroll. And it's still intact and still working for us. And I need to always remember to be grateful. Because I think that if I shared with this woman my lousy, boring week, she would think it was really great and really wonderful. So what happened this week? On Monday, I was supposed to get a gift at my local casino. I stopped to pick that up, and they had run out. So I got $20 of free slot play instead. And that's the second or third time in a row that this has happened, and it's starting to feel like bait and switch. I wouldn't have made the trip for $20 free play, but I did use my slot strategy, and I ended up with an extra $20.36. The casino only had nine seats of 3-2 blackjack open. I waited about 20 minutes and left. All the roulette tables were at a $25 minimum. But I have an ally who's a floor person, and he allowed me to make my $20 free bet on a $25 blackjack table. So that created another $20. Less than 30 minutes, $40 profit, equivalent to making $80 an hour. 
okay, I'm remembering to be grateful. I am. I truly am remembering I need to be grateful. My notes say it wasn't fun. It wasn't for me at the time, and that's why I wrote it down. But how many people would think you were two blocks away? You parked for free. You walked out with $40 30 minutes later. You put not $1 of your own money at risk. Okay, do what I do enough, you get a little bit jaded. It took Mrs. TRG's conversation to put this in perspective for me. On Wednesday, I stopped down again after a customer call in the area. I found a seat at a blackjack table and played for about two hours. I kept getting ahead a couple of units and then going to a couple units negative and this repeated and repeated. I finally just realized that's as good as it was going to get on this day and I gave up and walked away plus one unit. Tough table. The next day was old people get free stuff day. Don't know if you've heard, there's a pandemic going on. Work is slow. Gabriel was planning a stop, so I picked up a gift card and lost about a day's pay. And it was pure GLL. Gambled, lost, left. And I missed Gabriel because I was out the door so quickly. My appointments the next day were canceled by my client. Eh, not really canceled, postponed a few days. So I made another appearance. I used my generous $3 of slot play to generate no money at all. Seriously, $3 of free slot play? I still, I want to talk to this person. I want to look at them and say, explain to me why you think in a position of authority and control that $3 of slot play is, is a good idea. Why? I really, really want to know. So I found out I wasn't getting the candy that I thought Mrs. TRG would enjoy. I talked with you about that. But I used my $20 free bet and won back the money I'd lost the day before. So basically, even for the week, maybe a little ahead for the week. You may remember that I've got two casinos in a cluster a couple hours away. And one of them had a room comp for us. So we used that Saturday night. Mrs. TRG had a $15 match bet. I had $60 in free play. And that free $60 in slot play generated a massive profit of $10.24. I just wasn't lucky, I guess. We did four gambling sessions, went out to dinner, and the struggle was real. Win a little, lose it back. One of us wins, one of us loses. Um, it just happened over and over. And we finished down a little more than half a day's pay. So with expenses, not quite a day's, call it a day's pay, sort of. The hotel had a rack rate that was more than what we lost. So we didn't lose the week. We finished the week with less money than we started, though. You know, by the rules of casino combat, we're okay. And certainly for the month, it looks like we're okay. Fingers crossed, knock wood. Probably just jinxed it. Um, but the week was a losing week in terms of just dollars. Now, I don't know, and I most likely won't know, but I suspect that if I had offered Mrs. TRG's co-worker an evening of gambling, drinking, and dining, and a great hotel room, and told her it was only going to cost what we lost, that she would have been thrilled. She would have thought, this is great. And that's what I've been thinking about this week. And that's the lesson, if you will, that I want to wrap this segment up with. If you do casino combat, and you do it well, even your weeks that are boring compared to previous weeks will be weeks that other people would love to have. And that's a casino lifestyle. It was a losing week, but no sorrows to be drowned. If you want to join me in the VIP lounge, 
we will celebrate that casino lifestyle with a drink and a story. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Help yourself to an adult beverage. I think I'd recommend a dark liquor combined with an artisanal soda. This is a story that I've told many times in many VIP lounges. And it's not particularly long and it's not particularly complicated. Um, generally, I get a laugh at the end when I get to the punchline. So about four years ago, I was in the VIP lounge at Caesars in Atlantic City. It has a small bar, maybe 12 seats, a nice buffet, and some great views of the ocean. So I had some food. And I was by myself, so I was at the bar having a drink, and I'm sitting between this older lady and a gentleman, and in the course of conversation, I find out that he's in for the evening from Philadelphia and spending the night. So he and I have been talking for a while, and the bartender comes by and says, do you each want another one? And I indicated that, yeah, I'd have one more, and the gentleman beside me says, no, I think I've probably had enough. I'll just finish this one up. And the lady to my left, which really hadn't been in the conversation much, says, with a slight slur, Jimmy, pour me one last double, and then I'll be ready for the wheelchair. So I kind of raised an eyebrow and said, wheelchair? And she explained, yes, she is a regular here, and they are such nice young people that after she gets really drunk, security brings her a wheelchair and takes her to her room. So the guy beside me says, Jimmy, is that right? And Jimmy says, sure, of course. And my new friend says, well, I'm going to assume you have two wheelchairs, so I'll have another double. <laughs> and there you go, folks. There's that casino life. Tip your waitresses, tip your bartenders, tip your dealers. If you have a great session, you can tip your casino coach. Go to anchor.fm slash casino combat. We spell combat with a K. I have spoken. Everything you heard here is true from a certain point of view. It's time for leaving, and I hope you understand I was born a rambling man. If you have questions, send them to questions at casinocombat.com. If you have techniques to share, send them to what I do at casinocombat.com. Don't forget, we spell combat with a K. Love it, hate it, it don't matter. Please share with your family and friends. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>